Hello, hello, and welcome to the Faster with Amy show, the show where we talk about how you can lift your own life and business with simple strategies. I'm Faster with Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. I'm going to be honest with you, <laughs> I recently discovered by accident that I had gained a lot of weight. And I decided to take action on it. Um, And today I want to share with you which mindset and business principles I am borrowing from my business and applying to my weight gain or weight loss in the future without obsessing about it and just having it run on autopilot. I'm going to share with you my 100 days of data protocol to measure my progress and to really look at my as-is and my to-be in my life and business. Um, You're going to be able to apply all of this to whichever area you want, be that in your personal life or in your business. This is episode 75. And if you want to read about all of my tips that I'm sharing in here, you can read the recap of this episode through fasterwithamy.com forward slash 75. A few weeks ago, I drove to a clothing store on a rainy Saturday with my best friend because we were going to go out and get clothes for actually for our podcast recordings. And I knew that I had to buy pants. Now, buying pants, I don't have to tell you this, is one of the most annoying things there is in first world problems. Buying pants costs money. It's not fun. It's not really like... You don't get a lot out of it, but you do realize it when you don't really have pants that fit you well at home. And throughout the past years, I've gained weight gradually, but I did gain it. Um, (laughs) Kind of started happening after I stopped my work as a fitness coach, started sitting down more, having a lot more stress and all of that. Um, But that Saturday in that store, I was like, hey, yeah, hello, I'm going to buy fun clothes. And then I'm also here to buy pants. Put on the pants. And the pants did not go over my thighs. And the next one didn't go over my thighs. The next one and next one. And I think that day in different stores, I tried on on about 10 pairs of pants and none of them fit me. Now, fortunately, I was with my best friend who was cheering me on (laughs) as we were there. And um, I didn't really let it get to me that much. But that night as I came home, it did kind of get to me because I was like, you know, I know I gained weight and, you know, when you're always at home and wearing sweats and chill clothes, you don't realize it that much. And I wear a lot of dresses, so I didn't really realize it had gotten to that point. I've also been struggling a lot with intolerances over the years. I know a lot of it had to do with my stress, so many different things. Uh, But recently I had also discovered I just had cut my movement probably not in half, but maybe in half of the half I had cut it by sitting down so much, by not going outside. You know, 10 years ago in university, I would walk around all day. When coaching people, I would be standing up. You know, you park your car somewhere, you walk there. But if you're always home, it can kind of creep up on you, especially if you kind of like just like bombard your system with a lot of uh, cortisol as well. Um, Yeah, so I realized, okay, gain a lot of weight, but that night... That wasn't the thing that I was thinking. I was mainly thinking, whoa, be that as it may, I don't feel comfortable having to lose weight. I want to lose weight for me, for my health. I don't want to have to lose weight because the pants don't pants don't fit me. So I did what anyone my age and of my uh, <laughs> profession would do. And I turned to my Instagram stories and I shared my story on Instagram stories. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable about it because the thing is, 
I don't like getting a bunch of unsolicited advice about it because I have tried a lot in the past years with my nutrition, but I think for me, a lot of it has to do with stress and movement and being a role model in some aspects makes it so that people are like, you should have better work-life balance. You shouldn't work too hard. You should work harder. You're only 28. Pay your dues. Chill more. Do more. And there's so much advice out there, which for women, young women, anyone basically, can sometimes just feel very judgy and very overwhelming. So sharing about it online, mm, it made me uncomfortable, despite being used to it and having 60,000 followers. Add to that the imposter syndrome of having been a fitness coach and, and seeing that you're gaining weight, but not really being able to fix it in that moment, there were a lot of feelings. So my feelings and I, we opened up our iPhone <laughs> and I shared it on my stories and I put up this question box and also a poll. And I was like, do you also feel personally attacked by the clothing industry? And I got so many responses. I think I had got I got the most votes on a poll I've ever gotten. My story views doubled that night. And in the question box, I was like, how do you feel about my story? And people were like, oh, uh, a while back I was in a fitting room. I started crying. I was somewhere and the saleswoman was really angry at me. Other people were like, I can't go to stores anymore because my size is just not available anymore. Other people said, wow, XL alone just makes me feel really bad. Someone else even said like, oh, Amy, I don't even recognize myself in your story because I am at a larger size. We had a chat about it because I had posted about not really recognizing myself in the anti-diet and the body positivity messages out there online. I'm, and we had a good chat about it, but I was mainly saying, I'm not rejecting any of it. I really like all of the messages. I think actually what we need is to be less judgy online. But I just said, I don't recognize myself in it because what I want is, honestly, I do want to lose weight. I do want to shed some of this heaviness that I've been carrying. And I think some of it is mental too. But I don't want to have to do it because of the clothing industry. So that was my whole point that night. But that Sunday, I was like, you know what? Despite, uh, <laughs> I mean, I have this quote that said, uh, clothes should be made to fit you. You shouldn't be made to fit clothes. And I fully 100% support that. But today I actually want to talk about something different that happens as I was thinking about it, which is what I just said is I want to be allowed to lose weight. And I have felt recently like there isn't a lot of space to talk about that online and there isn't a lot of um, recognition about it online because it's like, because with all of the positivity, it's like you're not allowed to anymore want to change something about yourself while also... Uh, being positive about yourself. So I'm all for body neutrality, but again, I have no judgment towards all of the messages out there. I think the goal of this episode for me is to share with you how I'm feeling about it. I feel uncomfortable sharing this, but I think if it helps me uh, to see other people talking about it, you probably, or like at least one person will get something out of it. So I will bear my soul here. And I mean, I was going to make a joke about burying my boobs in naked, but I'm not going to do that because that will be where it's on a podcast. <laughs> so, long story short, I felt sad for an evening. I ranted about it with my best friend. And then on Sunday, I woke up and I was like, you know what? Be that as me. I'm also just not feeling comfortable. And that is a different thing I need to tackle. I want to feel more healthy. And I had been working out already. I had been moving more, sewing more, walking more, but I was feeling like, you know what? It's still not cutting it. And apparently... 
I might have to work harder for it than anyone else. And I had been feeling victimized by that. And there are a lot of influencers online. Let's look at, for example, Kylie Jenner. I know she's undergone surgery. I know that's not the role model we should be looking at probably as women our age. But she also works really hard to get the body she wants. And the thing I want to talk about here is it's fine to want to achieve something even when that might not be a popular opinion, which is why I am <laughs> creating this episode. So I looked at it and I was like, you know what? Kylie didn't get there by accident. I'm not going to get there by accident either. I want to feel fit, healthy and strong again. I want to go back to feeling like the strongest woman in the room. Because I remember when I was lifting heavy and eating well and managing my stress and, and doing a lot more self-care, I felt super strong. I remember being in a room with 100 people and literally thinking to myself, I am the strongest person in this room, strongest woman in this room, because, you know, men. <laughs> not a man-hater, by the way. I'm a feminist, not a man-hater. Um, and I thought, yeah, I think I've obsessed so long about my business the past few years and so much has changed in my life. I've gotten to full-time team teams with a bunch of team members. I got kids last year because Charlie has kids and now we have kids living with us 50% of the time. So much has changed and while building my business and taking care of so many people, I have taken care of myself. But maybe I didn't direct a lot of energy toward myself in that area. And when I was a fitness coach, it was part of my profession. And where your energy flows, the results go. And I decided that weekend, that Sunday, like, you know what? I'm going to have more energy flow to me. And it's also fine if I want that to be my body. Because looking at my measurements, because I took my measurements that day. By the way, I should have said this episode might be triggering. Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're going to love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that and then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six-figure business to a seven-figure business this year and I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour and at the end I was like well this was really valuable why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience and as you are here on a podcast I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, and DMing me the word method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24-minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye. Yeah, I said it now. This episode might be triggering. You, don't, you might not want to hear this. I'm going to talk about numbers now and stats about my body and relate that to your business. So if you're not interested, you can stop listening or reach out to a health professional uh, if that's needed. Um... 
So I took my measurements because I accidentally stumbled on a file from 2016, 2017 when I had taken my measurements like all around. And uh, what I realized is throughout the years, I have gained 150% of my weight. Not only 150% of my weight, but I had also gained 150% of my belly. Now I didn't use to store a lot in my belly and I know that has to do with stress uh, where your fat gets stored there. So I was like, okay, so it's consistent over the entire line and now I know my situation and now I can do something about it. And now it wasn't like, oh, I washed my clothes or something, something. It was just like, this is the situation. And if I want to change something about it, I can. And that's just like when you are posting on Instagram and you're trying, but you're not really being super consistent or you don't really know where you're headed. You're busy, but it might not be working for you. You might not be getting sales out of your Instagram. I was like, I'm, I've been paying attention to my body and myself, but not very extremely mindfully. And I didn't really paint this picture of which direction I wanna go. So I decided to tackle it like any other work project. And this being me, the work project. And I created my 100 days protocol. You might've heard me talk about it before, but my 100 days protocol is testing something for 100 days or 100 items. So back in, I guess it was 2016 or 2017 when I grew on Instagram, I uh, started making infographics and everyone thought they were really ugly <laughs> and no one thought it would work. And I was like, yes, it will work. I had about 8,000 followers back then, I think. And I started posting infographics. They were really ugly. You can still scroll back on my Instagram feed, fast forward Amy all the way down to see them. And I started making them and I was like, well, some of these perform very badly. Some of these perform very well. And um, let me just make a hundred of them and reevaluate afterwards if it worked or not. So um, I wrote down my asses of my current body, my measurements and all of that. Uh, for example, I also weighed myself. I don't weigh myself in kilos. Um, also, if you, you feel emotionally attached to a number on a scale, it's probably not good for you. But again, I'm not giving health advice here, just talking about myself. Uh, I painted this as is situation, which in IT world, we would look at the as is of your organization. And then we would look at the to be where you want to go. But looking at where you want to go without knowing where you are right now is difficult to make a plan. So I looked at the as is um, and I decided, okay, let's give this a shot for a hundred days. Because in those hundred days, I can track how my results uh, change, for example, every week and take averages. And I can also track everything that I'm doing. Now, I'm not gonna be tracking my calories, for example, or other stuff. I do enjoy wearing an Apple Watch and seeing like how I'm moving and closing my exercise rings on my Apple Watch and stuff like that. I am the kind of person that's a little bit driven by data. For other people, it can go overboard. Like I feel good obsessing about it a little bit because I'm having fun with it. If I would see that I'm tipping over the edge, I wouldn't be doing it because I, I feel mentally good about this. Um, so putting that as is up my measurements, then looking at what am I doing every day? And I'm doing that because in the past I've tried a lot of stuff and that's what I was gonna say. By the way, sorry if this is a little bit all over the place, but this is literally like in real time, I'm talking to you about what I'm currently doing. Uh, so um, I have tried a FODMAP diet. I have had intolerances, gluten-free, lactose-free. Oh, it's not lactose, it's all milk. It's eggs, it's not eggs, it's tomatoes, whatever. I'm convinced there's a lot of it has to do with stress or had to do with stress over the years that got built up without noticing it. Um, but I thought I'm not in a position right now to go to a specialist and be like, hey, 
my adrenal glands aren't working or something is super wrong with me because I haven't been consistently seeing does it work for me or not? So I thought if for a hundred days I do the things and I track the things and there is no movement after a hundred days, I can go up to a specialist and be like, hey, here's my data, help me out. But at this point, I'd feel like there would be no point in going to a specialist because I have seen so many people, I know so many things, and it's just time for me to put all of that knowledge to action. So that's the 100 days protocol. By the way, I've created a tracking sheet for you. So you can do this for your Instagram too. Doing this for your Instagram would be saying, okay, I want to, for example, get X amount more sales or get X amount more followers or reach and see, at, like, look at where you are right now, write down your stats, your followers right now, your average likes, your average reach per week, for example, then you could look at where you give, what are you doing every day, tracking it, like, oh, I'm posting once a day, I'm posting uh, once every two days, I'm posting three times a day. You can track that afterwards and look at, is something changing? But you can actually see, like, did I actually do anything to create a shift or have I just been imagining it? Because, for example, as a fitness coach, I was always like, oh, I know what I need to do, but I wasn't actually doing it. And it... In your business, it's often the same. We can get super tripped up about not getting any sales or not getting any results, but we're actually not putting in the effort. So I thought I was going to do that. And I created a tracking sheet that you can use too for, um, for example, for your Instagram, for your email list, for your business numbers, sales stats, whatever you want. It has the as is on one side of like tracking what's happening. And then it has tracking what you're doing because results in your process is different. You can control your process but you cannot control your results per se, right? You can assume that certain things you do will lead to the results, but you don't know unless you track it. Again, I'm gonna reiterate, if you're someone who obsesses over um, eating and food and, and who struggles with this, um, don't use this for that, right? I, I hope I'm being clear about this, like coming from someone who struggled in the past with this, uh, if you feel triggered by this, uh, definitely go and talk to someone, okay? There are people out there who can help you. So the first thing I'm going to be doing is the 100 days of data. After 100 days, I'm going to evaluate, is this working or not? If it's working, I'm going to keep going. Uh, if it's not working, I'm going to go see someone about it and ask for more help. In the meantime, I'm also getting help because I have identified a few bottlenecks, which is my second tip that I wanted to share with you about how I am applying my business principles uh, to my body right now. So it's like business plan turned into a body plan. Um, at the end of the week, I often you do reflection meetings with my team. We do like a debrief at the end of the week. And we tend to talk about what went well, what could have gone better, what are we missing for success in the future. And last week we were talking about bottlenecks. I'm like, okay, so there is a few bottlenecks popping up for some people. For me, sometimes it means that things got, get to me unfiltered and I need to review things. For example, pieces of copy. And it takes me too long because there are still mistakes in there. Whereas... I can adjust the tone of voice and the mistakes, but someone else could be adjusting the mistakes and I could just be adjusting the tone of voice, which would cut my time in half. Me writing a lot of copy is definitely a bottleneck for me. So we were looking at hiring a copywriter to solve my bottleneck. What did I see being a bottleneck in my health, which is what I want to improve by doing all of this, because I feel like if I improve my health, my body will follow, you know? It's kind of just the same thing for me. Um, I'm stopping work too late. That happened since the start of COVID. I was just always very good at my my rhythm in my days. And then just 
always working from home, never having meetings anywhere else, never having a commute, you know, the commute being the office to the living room and just like going from computer to food probably. Um, I wasn't winding down, there was no stop at it. So I looked at it and I thought, you know what? Instead of getting a personal trainer uh, for the mornings or doing workouts in the mornings, why don't I put a fixed structure that at the end of the day, at five o'clock, I will train with the personal trainer by myself, walk it out, whatever. Um, and I'm gonna be disciplined enough to stick to that. So I identified one of my bottlenecks that was just like working too late, having my stress go up too high. And then, you know, that probably led to my belly increasing by 150%. Notice how I'm jokingly saying this. <laughs> I'm laughing with 150% because my team was begging me to, <laughs> I was making so many 150% jokes that they were like, Amy, Go and make a podcast about this so you can just share this with the world and then you can stop making jokes about 150%. So 150% is my new joke that I'm just making about everything. I'm consciously not, I mean, I can talk about my weight and stuff, but I feel like it's very funny to talk about it as such an objective measuring point because no one ever talks about their weight in percentages or their weight, like waist gain. Hmm? In percentages and I think that really uh, takes the emotion out of it if you would have any and just makes it very objective and like something you can change if you want to so um, yeah I felt like that was the stress is definitely not good for the belly fat so I thought what if I uh, figure a way to figure out a way to solve this by getting a personal trainer or a workout in at the end of the day so that I can wind down from work hours kind of like having a commute to home but the commute is my workout not only did I uh, establish 100 days of data and looked at the and did I look at the bottlenecks, I also made a mindset shift. So I was talking to my best friend about all of these insights, um, and I was like, "Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to be the skinniest I've ever been. I also don't really have a weight goal. I was just looking at the measurements, taking into account that I'm older now than I was then, that my lifestyle is different, my body is probably like very ready to make babies right now, but I'm not making babies." Um, and I looked like, yeah, I think that range of weight would probably be healthy for me and would be my natural set point if I wasn't sitting all day and, and working so much. And um, she was like, oh, but won't that be like very, very skinny for you? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. And I'm also not going to go after the weight. I'm going to go after the feeling and the, yeah, like I said, the set point. But the weight is also a measurement. And I said, I think I would be more excited about being able to play to win. I'm more excited when I allow myself to look at, I want to be the strongest person in the room, instead of telling myself, I'm going to get a little bit more fit and I'm going to get a little bit more strong. Like, who gets excited by that? No one. I am a type A person. I am a high achieving, high performing type of person. I want to win. So I want to be able to be super strong. <laughs> I want to be able to lift all of the things. I want to just like crush it in this. And I'm very result oriented and driven like that. You might not be. But for me, I was like, I want to set some big ass targets for myself that are actually exciting enough for me to go after them. So what I want to say by all of this, um, and I created something for you, the tracking sheet. I don't know. I was talking about it earlier. Did I link it? It's fastforwardamy.com forward slash tracking sheet if you want to track the stuff. Um, so yeah, if you want to track your stuff as is and triggers, I've created this Excel file that you can use. It's fastforwardamy.com forward slash tracking sheet. 
But what I was going to say right now is because of everything that happens online, because of all of the different experiences, and you've seen how many things I have had to disclaim in this episode and take into account how everyone feels and what people's opinions are, it is also okay to just want something for yourself. If you want to go and make a million dollars, epic. If you want to go and make five babies, epic. If you want to um, spend three hours every day becoming a master chef in your own kitchen, epic. If you want to lose weight, you are allowed to lose weight. You're allowed to work on being more fit. You don't have to apologize for wanting to go all in on yourself. And that's something that I have heard a lot of friends talk about. Like That's why they don't recognize themselves in a lot of the online messaging. So that was the gist of my story today is um, I'm going to go all in on this. I'm going to get super fit. (laughs) And if weight is one of those measurements uh, that can tell me if I'm doing the right things or not, then I'll use that. And I will also take into account that I won't be restricting or tracking calories too much. I'm not tracking calories. I'm also not going to be restricting too much because I know that that will lead to me emotional eating more and stuff like that. Like be aware of yourself but also dare to fight for what you want. I am not comfortable in my body right now. I'm already more comfortable right now as I'm recording this because I bought new clothes that fit well. I mean, these pants are a little bit tight, but (laughs) Um, because I'm working out every day. I, I feel myself running up the stairs after just a few weeks of exercising more and just feeling good about it. I can take two stairs at a, two staircases? No, two stairs at a time, two steps at a time and not feel winded when I reach the top of the stairs. That feels really good. And that has an effect on my business. That has an effect on my sex drive, on my relationship. So it is okay to want to lose some of the excess weight that got there because of stress or a sedentary lifestyle or just not taking care of yourself. And I know sometimes it's easy to admit that, but you know what, you do you. That's the whole gist of this episode. So play to win, even if what you wanna win is not something other people care about. and where energy flows, results go. And that's why I created that tracking sheet for you. So if you want to track whatever thing you want to change, if you're like, Amy, I want more sales or I want more Instagram followers. Although I know I don't need more Instagram followers for sales. I just want to be famous on the gram. You do you. Go and grab the tracking sheet, insert your data and let's get going, okay? The link is linked up in the description and this was episode 75. I feel wildly uncomfortable about recording this. So if you liked this, Share it online, no haters, please. And uh, <laughs> share it and tag me in your stories if you want to leave a little review. And then I hope to see you again next week. And next week I'm sharing with you what I would do if I would start all over again with zero followers or email subscribers, okay? Have a happy Tuesday. I'm Fast Forward Amy and uh, talk to you next week.